It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score in front of a sellout crowd at SAP Center at San Jose. The Buffalo Sabres 4 and the San Jose Sharks 2. Time now for the instant replay as to how it all happened tonight at the Shark Tank. Things did not start out well for Capo Kakinen and company as at 301 of the first period, a, a play in which Kakinen left a little too much room resulted in the first goal for the Sabres. Here come the Sabres moving right to left, an angle shot. They score! Just carrying down the right wing side, Buffalo throwing it toward the front of a net on the right wing boards. That's Dylan Cousins getting his 20th goal of the season. And so now Buffalo has five 20 goal scorers. That's One nothing, Sabres. That's right, five 20 goal scorers for Buffalo with Dylan Cousins getting an unassisted tally, his 20th of the season. No other team has five 20 goal scorers as of this moment in the NHL. One nothing, Buffalo Sabres at that point. And the Sharks would come back, and they would tie the game at 16:49. It would be Evgeny Svechnikov and Jacob McDonald working some magic after Stephen Lawrence won a battle. Things are getting loose here as the Sharks have control of it in the offensive zone. The fourth line stepping onto the ice. Here comes Lawrence trying to help out Svechnikov on the right wing boards. Lawrence is right in there, grinding at the puck against Tage Thompson. He worked it free. Back on the point, right side. McDonald shoots, tip, star! Jacob McDonald, after the battle win, occurred in the corner on the right wing side, gets the puck on the point. He's a left-handed shot. He turned to his forehand and fired the wrist shot. And I think Yevgeny Svechnikov might have been the guy that tipped that puck in front. It did change direction, and it gets by Lukanen. This game is tied 1-1. Great goal by Svechnikov, who had a pretty solid effort tonight. McDonald and Lawrence assisting on the play at 16:49, and the first period ended, and the Sharks had survived. Yeah, they got out of that one. It was a good battle win by Svechnikov in the corner. Dan gets it back to McDonald. I love the fact that once Svechnikov won that battle in the corner, put himself out in front, kind of tapping his stick, saying, "Hey, let that baby go. I'm right here." Sure enough, McDonald decisive decision gets that puck through on a quick wrist shot. And Svechnikov gets a little piece of it to tie the game. But in the second period, the Sabres would take the lead at 626. Owen Power had a golden chance as he got behind the Sharks' D. Tough break there for the Sharks as LeBanc was trying to go off the boards to Timo Meyer. Now a turnover, and the Sabres score! That was one of the weirder goals of the season. The Sharks were trying to put it up the right wing side. The Sabres deflected it back and it went behind the D. And Owen Power, the first overall draft pick, was in deep. And he was able to deke the puck through Kakinen and put it past him to make it 2-1 Sabres. Well, we thought that was one of the weirdest goals of the season. But a weirder one would come later. That was Power's fourth from Tuck and Skinner at 6.26 of the second period, making it Buffalo 2 and the Sharks 1. And it was the start of the slide to defeat. Yeah, that one there, Dan, if you look back at it, you know, it was seems like a harmless play in the neutral zone, but Kevin LeBanc's got it. He's just outside the blue line of the defensive zone. 
And these are the one, the little ones that you got to make. It was an indirect pass that needed to get behind the defender that was there. Power, who ends up picking the puck off to then go in and eventually scores the goal. But if he gets it on an indirect off the wall in behind power, the Sharks are in the offensive zone and maybe attacking. And that's just a small little detail that the Sharks all night long in the last couple games have not executed. And particularly in the third period here tonight uh, is where it all kind of came apart for him. But that was one of the second that really cost the Sharks the goal. Once again, Powers fourth from Tuck and Skinner at 626 of the second period. Made it 2-1 to one Sabres. To their credit, the Sharks fought back and tied the game. That came at 1157 on a nice finish by Alexander Barabanov. Kachur and Acemont get it back to Carlson and he throws it toward the front of the net save score Alexander Barabanov gets the rebound off the end board and put it through traffic to get it by Lukanen and this game is tied up 2-2 boy that was a nice goal by Barabanov his 11th assisted by Logan Couture and Eric Carlson that was an even strength point again for EK65 and so 41 assists even strength for Carlson that matches a career best that he had with Ottawa back in the 15-16 season only four defensemen since the 87-88 season, Brett, have had 41 assists, even strength or more, in a campaign, and there's still a whole bunch of games to go. Yeah, whole lots of games to go. Yeah, this is a, uh, you know, Carlson for me has just been one of those players that's been so fun to watch. He got a little bit off the rails to start this hockey game. He was running up the ice when he probably shouldn't have, but he settled back down, and uh, that was a nice play. Brett Burns, by the way, has the Sharks' record for most even-strength assists in a season. That was 42 in 2018-19, so EK65 is only one away from that San Jose Sharks record. All right, 2-2 the score at the end of the second period. And then we started the third with a dramatic play that Red led to the most dramatic play in hockey. AC Mott stick handles down the left side, back to even strength. AC Mott cut to the left boards and shot it toward the slot, but it was blocked. Now it's off of the pads of Hurdle. He will get it back, and he can't control the puck on the feed from Matt Benning. He's bodied off the play. It just has not gone right for Tomas Hurdle all season. Now it's off of the stick. It's a breakaway for Buffalo. A penalty coming up as it's poked. Save made there by Kakinen. Rebound picked up, and we're going to get a penalty shot. That's right, penalty shot because Timo Meyer hooked his man that was coming in, and so it was Peyton Krebs that would go one-on-one against Kapo Kakinen. Here comes Krebs moving in. Krebs shoots, stick save made by Kapo Kakinen. No goal, and the score remains 2-2, and that's a pretty important save by Kapo Kakinen. Well, it certainly kept the Sharks in the game. First time that the Sharks have allowed a penalty shot uh, this season. And it's the first time since March of 22 when the Sharks gave up a penalty shot to Johnny Gaudreau in Calgary. James Weimer stopped that one. And so uh, the Sharks have not allowed a goal on a penalty shot in the regular season since 2015-16. So it's been a long time since we've actually seen something like that. But here at the Shark Tank, a good save by Kakinen, and he kept the Sharks in the game. Yeah, he did. He recovered after that first goal he gave up to Cousins. Dan played real solid there for the Sharks for the remainder. It's just unfortunate uh, as we go further here to hear what's going to happen next. Well, what happens next is something that sort of won up that weird goal by Owen Power that occurred. One of the weirdest goals of the season until this one by Jeff Skinner at 9.52. Instead, in the neutral zone, here come the Sabres. McDonald, a little hit there on Yoki Haru. Yoki Haru gets it through McDonald in deep in the front of the net. Chance, score! Jeff Skinner has put the Sabres in front at 9.52 of the third on a weird broken play that I can't believe just happened. 
I still can't believe it, but Brett, please try to analyze it for me. Yeah, I don't know. Jacob McDonald is coming back to the net from that check that you referenced at the left side wall. And for whatever reason, I, I think he kind of sometimes get a little bit puck focused or isn't really looking around his surroundings before something happens. You know, keeping your stick on the ice is one thing in the defensive zone, which I fully recommend for any defenseman that's on the ice in the defensive zone. Get that stick down. Keep your head moving left and right, scanning surveying the land of where people are that puck was there for the taking he overskates it tage thompson good quick hands pulls it in now he's kind of in between they put skinner on the back door he just basically just taps it in the empty net hadn't scored in what six games he gets a goal there is 21st of the year and that was uh ended up being the game winner and he's got goals in seven straight games against the sharks points in six straight at sap center at san jose with a total of eight points in those six contests five goals and three assists. Whatever it is, Jeff Skinner loves playing against the Sharks, and that proved to be the game-winning goal at 9.52 of the third. Skinner from Thompson, number 21 of the season for Jeff Skinner, and it was 3-2 Buffalo. San Jose would pull their goaltender, Capo Kakinen, to try to get back in the game, but once again, it would be an empty netter against. Darlene clears it out. It's an empty net for Tuck. He scores! And that's how it ended at 18.59. Tuck, his 26th of the year, from Rasmus Dahlin. Final score, the Sabres 4, the Sharks 2. Buffalo outshot the Sharks 18-8 in the third period after the Sharks had 28 shots in the first two periods to Buffalo 13. So it was total turnaround and turnabout in this contest, just like the Vegas game. Totals were 35-31 Sharks, but uh, that number in the third period is disturbing. It was what I saw up here in the press box. I saw a team that outworked the Sharks in the third period, 18 shots to eight, and it looked worse than that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It was a tough third period. Sharks tonight, I think, again, like the Vegas game, didn't have a lot of energy for whatever reason. That travel schedule uh, of eight or nine games on the road there, they had the one uh, eight games, then they came back for the one, and then they went for that next one for Vegas. Just real tired group there right now. Somehow, some way, they're going to have to find a way to refuel before this next game. Final score, the Sabres four, the Sharks two. Sharks fall back to 17, 29, and 11 for 45 points. They are 5, 14, and 7 at home, and we'll try to get back on the winning track on Monday against the Seattle Kraken. Meanwhile, the Sabres have won six games on the road against Pacific Division teams for the first time in their franchise history. And overall against the Western Conference away from home, Buffalo now 12-2-2 against Western Conference clubs in Western Conference buildings. This was the last game out of the time zone for the Sabres. For the rest of the season, they are going to be in the Eastern time zone. And really crazily, all of the teams that they were fighting for position for playoff spots all lost today. So this is a gigantic victory for Don Granado and the Sabres as they're up to 28-22-4. They have 60 points on the year. Final score again, the Sabres 4, the Sharks 2. That's it for our instant replay. This is a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.